Hello everyone, this is Trevor. I'm joined here by Logan, and we're going to be breaking down preseason week two to the best of our ability, just kind of going over uh, performances, team, like overall looks, appearances, um, you know, what looks terrible, what looks good. Logan's going to be breaking down the Giants a little bit for, for you guys in this episode as well, because there's a lot to talk about there. They looked really full sound. Um, but I guess the first topic of discussion for me personally, I wanted to throw this in there, and I, I know I've talked about this guy probably so much. You know, even leading up to before preseason, I, I, I know I was. You can ch- check the receipts. Check the receipts. This podcast is perfect for that. I can always track myself. But Austin Watkins, wide receiver, wearing number 80 for the Cleveland Browns. Seven catches, 134 yards, and a touchdown against the Eagles in three quarters. That's what that guy was able to do. Um, he's gotten better every single week in the preseason. I think he deserves a spot on the on the, on the final roster. I'm not going to sit here and say he deserves to start, but I can certainly say that he looked better than every single wide receiver the Browns had in this preseason. Uh, Schwartz, Donovan Peoples-Jones were not making the catches he was making in this preseason. I've, obviously, we still have one more week left, but I'm just sitting here going to—I'm I'm saying this flat out. This guy deserves to be at least a rotational wide receiver on this roster. Like, he was making... Making plays. Plays. Like, and, like, he has that dog in him. He has that fire. And I just I just want to give him that, you know, proper respect because he came out of a championship team in the Birmingham Stallions. And he has that mindset still. And you can definitely see it. So he's not wasting this opportunity. And I, I think, you know, if he does this again or does something similar in this final week, I think it's just automatically confirmed. Mm-hmm. But um, shout out to him. But the second order of business... And Logan, you can definitely touch up on this as a whole. The Browns have some good pieces when it comes to their backup quarterback. Um, their their overall second team offense looked really productive with him at helm. Deshaun Watson, not so much in his debut in preseason, looked a little rough. Um, but I think that they have the pieces there to at least contend. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on the Browns' offense? I mean, DTR. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, you know, he's making making shit happen. You know, he didn't have the greatest game against the Eagles. You know, that game overall was kind of, you know, a preseason game overall. But you know, he they they played in the in the what's we call it the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. And DTR has been making plays. I mean, I think I think at this point he's probably solidified. You know, QB two behind Watson. I would say in front so. Kellen Mond. Yeah. Um, Kellen Mond had a touchdown pass, but he's just unbelievably mid. Um. And DTR, I mean, he's fast. He can throw. Like, I won't. I won't go here and say like this guy can start in the NFL. But like, you know, if he needs to come in for a drive, if Watson, you know, has an equipment issue or something, needs to you know handle the rock, not make turnovers. You know, a little bit of passing, running. I, th- I think he can do it. Obviously, until he develops, and then we'll see. You know, maybe he could be the next Tyrod Taylor, or maybe he could start somewhere. You know, and you never, never know. Have. I mean, the sky's the limit with him. And obviously, if he does have to start there, there's good pieces around. There's Nick Chubb. There's a top five O line, uh, Amari Cooper's there, you know, and Joku. Like, there's solid pieces there, and the Browns are a slept-on team as a whole this year, just from top to bottom. They do have a good, really good roster. They had a great draft. Um, they've had a couple great drafts. They've invested in the secondary a lot. Um, Their defense is very good. Yeah, it's like always it's, good. I mean, Miles Garrett's there. I mean, that's all you need to say. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's the next three edge rusher, top five edge rusher, whatever you want to say. X factor. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the next point of business I wanted to talk about was Aiden O'Connell looks really solid for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying this right now. If Jimmy G does not work out there, I could see him coming in this season. Um, you know, maybe if like week seven, they're like <laughs> legit two and five. 
0-7, maybe. Yeah, like, I could see him coming in. Devontae Adams sitting out. No. Like, Yo, that shit he, really gets traded to the Jets. Like, why why sit there with Jimmy G if you're, like, 2-5 and five when you have a rookie that's unproven? Let, let me see what he has. He looked really solid. His accuracy, as well as, like, his overall his pocket game. awareness, looked solid. He's had a good, like, completion percentage his first two games, too. I think he has, like, I don't know the exact number, but, you know, he had two touchdowns last game. He's, he's, he's playing well. I mean... Probably secured that QB two spot over. I would say Brian Hoyer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, what are we talking about? This is a young rookie that they took in the fourth round. I, I would expect him to at least be on the final roster. Mm, yeah, for sure. Um, and he's definitely, in my opinion, showed upside. Mm. Like more than I honestly thought he like Aiden O'Connell was gonna have in the NFL, but he looks like he could actually be a refined pocket passer at best, and maybe we'll see that someday. But I, I just think he looks good right now. I think the Raiders. Overall, offensively, they don't look bad, you know. But it's just it's kind of just the Raiders in that division. They have a lot to deal and with. Their coach and their coach. <laughs> but like honestly, with a guy that's been around such a mind as Bill Belichick, I just hope to God that maybe we could see some of it rub off on the fucking field. Can we, Josh McDaniels? Uh, Josh? I don't know. Josh? I don't know. <laughs> he, he's he's tried and failed before and looks like he's failed again. <laughs> Maybe he needs to stick with Belichick. You know, come back BOC so it's not Joe Judge. And now it's Bill O'Brien, so that's better, but... Bullet? Bullet Bill O'Brien? Bullet Bill O'Brien. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, No, but, I mean, shout out to Aiden O'Connell for balling out. You know, he's definitely put some good tape out there. And, you know, hey, if he never, like... If he never doesn't get, like, a grasp with the roster, a lot of these guys now have the USFL to uh, lean on, bro, because they are doing that player loan system. I don't think it's being implemented this offseason, but I, I am hearing talks of the 2024-2025 uh, offseason being when it's going to be implemented. So a lot of these guys that don't make the final cut will be playing in a third, uh, kind of a third-party system there. Well, actually, I'm reading up on Aiden O'Connell. The Raiders actually traded up to get him in the fourth round. Mm, so maybe so. some tape that they saw out of college? that they, Maybe he's the guy, you know? <laughs> Is he the guy? Maybe, maybe not, but... <laughs> Is he going to be the third Dak Prescott? He is number four. Wearing Derek Carr's number. This mm, so disrespectful number. to Derek Carr. They just gave it to him already. That's after so nine disrespectful. Years. But um, I guess we can go ahead and move into another kind of topic. Just a brief little overview here. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Uh, but Chase Cotta, wide receiver for the or like kind of like a tight end convert uh, for the Detroit Lions. He looks really solid. Caught a touchdown pass. Obviously, it was like a wide open thing. But overall. A really, really interesting prospect, in my opinion. Lengthy, kind of, kind of quick, in a weird way. Um, but in my point, in my opinion, I would go like as far as saying like that might be besides you know, and this isn't saying much, but Josh Reynolds being the 50-50 ball guy on our roster, when he honestly is, he, Josh Reynolds is probably the best guy at a high point of all besides Amon Ra. But Amon Ra, he's not really being asked to do that. But I think Chase Cotta could fill that role. And he's younger, not cheaper, because they're only paying uh, Josh Reynolds two point five, like seven million for two years. This is his last year for the for the for the contract. Um, but I, I think Chase Cotta could overtake that role and, and be that solidified wide receiver or like kind of tight end, like wide receiver three, tight end two, three, if you will. Because mm-hmm. Brock Wright is still on the roster, and I like Brock Wright as a blocking tight end. Um, but we definitely have tight end one in Sam Laporta. He's yeah. a, an overall yeah, no prospect. Shout out to Storm's uh, pause in the background <laughs> if y'all heard that. Um, 
But uh, moving forward here to Jordan Love. Logan, I know you probably want to yeah. take over on this conversation, but I'm just going to say this. As a Lions fan, I don't want to admit it, but he does look decent does. in preseason. But it is preseason. It but is. I, you know, I'm you know, i overall going to say he does look like QB1 for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, what are your I mean, thoughts? No, no question he's QB1. I mean, I mean, Alex Magoo is the question. <laughs> so let's not, let's not you know, shit on him here. Um, but, you know, he had a nice touchdown pass last week. You know, Brandon, as a Bears fan, argued it wasn't a good pass, but, you know, it got where it needed to be. A little underthrown. Could it have been better? Yeah, but, you know, it was a touchdown. It got where it needed to be. So it was, a, it was an over-the-shoulder bomb, yeah. and it, it worked. Um, Just a little underthrown. This week, um, he led, like, a 94-yard drive. I think he had, like, a 50-yard pass to, I think it was Romeo Dobbs or something like that. And I think it was, like, three or four plays and scored a touchdown. Honestly reminded me of the Daniel Jones drive, in a sense, with the Giants. So it looks like yeah. he's actually matured uh, game he's day He's got to be matured at right? this point. I mean, he's been behind Rodgers for how long? Too long. Yeah, too long. I mean, you know, I, I saw this thing on Twitter or IG saying, like, Rodgers probably would love if Jordan Love, uh, no pun intended, but he would love if Jordan Love, like, panned out and then be like, yeah, I'm the reason because he watched me play for three years. But also to a point where I think that maybe Aaron Rodgers would be like, I kind of hope he doesn't pan yeah, out because yeah. they need me and should have let me retire there and just respected so my wishes. Didn't, didn't help him dude, out at all. Dude, let's just go back through history for Aaron there, bro. They gave away Jordan Nel- Jordy Nelson for nothing. Yeah, he was older at that point. No, but still, like, but still you, guy. that was, was his funny. guy. I don't care where you – like, that man, he was producing. I, 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 I drafted him in fantasy, like, every year. And in one of my years, like, my entire team got hurt. But the one guy that stuck around for me and stuck with me and bought out for me was Jordy fucking Nelson. So you know what my team name was? What? Jordy Nelson. Yes, sir. Shout out and to Jordy Nelson. You know what my picture was? Jordy, Jordy Nelson. Nelson. Yes, sir. Like he was he was my team. He was literally your roster. And that's happened to me with, that's happened to me a couple times. You know? <laughs> I, I had a team where uh my team name was Justin Tucker, and my picture was Ooh. Justin Tucker because he was that's, my team. That's not a good sign. No, injuries <laughs> and all that shit. And then last year, um, in my dynasty league, and it still is my team name right now, it's uh, Patriots defense. Ooh. And that's because they they I mean, they're they always have one game where they drop fucking thirty points or something for some reason. Yeah, against it, a it, shit rookie always, quarterback. Like, yeah, it's always it's a rookie quarterback. And it's always like when I need it the most. Like I needed that to push me over the edge to win. Yeah. No. I mean, and we will have a fantasy football episode yes. coming shortly. Um, Probably within the week, honestly. Yes. So stay tuned for that for we sure. Have, uh, a couple of drafts coming up. You know, me and mine, Trevor's draft. Trevor got pick three. I got yes. pick eleven. And obviously, we'll touch up on that. Uh, oh, know, we'll break that we'll whole break league that, down. Yeah. We'll break that league down. You'll read out the league stats, the PPR, the points, and we'll we'll, we'll do a little follow up with yeah. the league, a little series for yeah. that. That'll be pretty fun. And I'm also in a league with Brandon, but. This is the second year I'm in, in Logan's league, yep. so I'm pretty excited about returning for this one. Hopefully, um, you know it, it'll be successful, more successful than last season for me. Uh, I took DeAndre Swift at two. Uh, I took Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy. I took Mark Andrews in the second round, and that failed utterly. My entire team failed. You know who didn't fail for me? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones and Jared Goff <laughs> when I was running a two QB like rotation setup that was winning me some games like every three weeks. <laughs> so I mean that 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 you know that was fun, but you know I didn't give up. You know no. until till the end. You you you. Uh, I stuck it out. You. Um, Most people would have just said fuck it, bro. Scavenge or scavenge that. Or- Every week I was scavenging. It's the waiver wire, you were fucking going crazy on it. <laughs> you remember that shit, yeah, I'm sure. I was going crazy on it too. You have to. 
Yeah, you know? some people don't think about that, but my, I'm checking waiver wire every single every time. week. Every, yeah, bro. Every week I was checking, checking that shit for running backs. I'm checking my waiver order. I'm checking everything. You and know? Raheem Mostert came in for two weeks and actually yeah. balled out for me because of waiver wire. You know, Don, uh, Deontay Foreman also assisted me with yeah, a waiver. Yeah, like a fucking 30-point game, I remember. <laughs> he he, yeah, he balled the fuck out. For no reason. <laughs> you, you know, for no fucking reason. On the Bears. Or no, no, for the, the Panthers. Panthers last year. This was with Sam Bears, Darnold yeah. in, a, in, in running helm there. Um, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> but uh, moving into our next topic of discussion here, uh, you know, again, Jordan Love looks a little scary, you know, as a Lions fan, I will say that. Um, and, uh, you know, I did want to touch upon this, and I know Logan's going to kind of take helm here, but as an outside Lions fan, I mean, uh, as an outside Giants fan, excuse me, um, I, I did watch the Giants preseason week two game. And their first team offense just looks surgical. It, it looks scary. It looks professionally run for the yes. first time in a long time. Not saying, career. <laughs> not saying last year wasn't, but they didn't have much uh, when it comes to talent. The scheme was there. The weapons were They not. weren't. So we, it, like, yes. I feel like, I'll say this real quick, our playbook is expanded a lot more than we have players that are capable I, I think. 1,000%. We saw it. We, 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 saw it. And, <laughs> and you, we, all, we know as football fans that in in the in the preseason, the playbooks are very vanilla. Like they're not trying to show much, you know. But but still, and it still like was creative and surgical, clean. And clean it was clean, very smooth. Like it was very in year two in the system. Like it it looked like it should have. It looked right. way too easy. But this was against the first team Panthers defense minus Brian Burns. I will say that. So but that is still, the best player. But still, it's the other ten stars. Honestly, you put him in there, and I don't think he makes a difference on that because of how they looked, how well bro. Was run, yeah. It, every time he Daniel Jones. Threw through the ball, it was rece- on the money. receiver. It was on the money. His spiral looks cleaner. It looks like he gained some, you know, maybe some arm muscle you know, too. Actually, there was a report that came out today saying he put on ten pounds of muscle. And it looks like it with his spiral. It looks a lot cleaner. A little, a little more velocity. Whip, like, oh whip yeah, it, you know. And you saw it when receivers were catching the ball. Mm-hmm. The, the ball was kind of dragging them when they were catching it. But and what I was trying to say in reality was like, dude, every time he threw it, there was a receiver open. open. Yeah. But also, when he was making those tight throws, receivers were making the catches, except the one dropped by Darren, which I don't want to see that. He got cracked. He did get cracked. Yeah. That was a bad decision, probably by I Dan. I caught it. I really did. I, I thought he did, Maybe too. Maybe Dan had threw it a split second sooner. Yes. And, but I think he had it in his grasp, yeah, but it did. was a he big hit. should have caught it. It was. should have caught it. Should have caught it. But I think in, right, in real season time, he will. You know, and I think we'll get more of these reps. And I, I don't think I think after that hit, I really wish I saw him come out of the game because I don't want to see him. I think he came out for like a plate or two. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad because and then again, you guys have the you guys have all the pieces. You have a premier running back. You now have receivers. Dar- Darren Waller. Let's touch up on him He's real like quick. Star. Looks like us. your true wide receiver right here. If he stays healthy. But I'll go ahead and let you let you take sure. over. I've kind of said my piece about yeah. what I saw. So Darren Waller. I mean. We're going to use him everywhere. And Trevor, you and I kind of touched up on this before. We don't have a set receiving core. Like, like our receivers are going to be dependent on the formation the defense is in, the personnel they're in. Like, they have, like, the uh, the games, the matchup. Like, we'll have some games where Darren Wall will probably predominantly play out of, out of the tight end, the inline tight end spot. Mm-hmm. We'll probably have some games where he's in the slot most 60% of the time or, or – out wide is uh, like for the, for that game or whatever. We'll have Jalen Hyatt in the slot for sometimes, and on the outside other times. Like it's very very like versatile, and you know I like that it, it keeps teams on their edge. You know I would like to see Jalen Hyatt like probably play out more often than not mm-hmm. in the slot in his rookie year, yeah. just because it would minimum, it would simplify the game a little bit for him, and it'd be a safety valve yeah. more often than not for Dan. 
You know, short yak. You'd be the yeah. yak guy. You know, because he has the speed. Deep burner. Well, that I want to. I wanted to develop into that, but they well, already got that. The burner. He's got that. He's got. He's got the speed, which is unteachable. Yeah. But it's just. I think more often than not, I think body awareness for young players, making sure that they remain healthy. Yeah, and like that's, that's what it really is. Especially in that division, there's a lot of defenses that are hard hitting, like Trayvon Diggs and the Dallas Cowboys and like, the and the like Eagles. Parsons. Like he has to be ready to be able to. And I don't. Because he's going to be relied on, you know, heavily. Yeah, he's got to be. And I just don't want them to, you know, knocking on wood, obviously, waste talent in that kind of Sterling Shepard, you know, regard. I think in that case, like, this this coaching staff won't waste talent. Okay. Like, Sterling Sterling Shepard was in the mud. Like, he was there in the McAdoo era. He was there in... The Shermer era, he was there in the Judge era. He went through the shit. No, I agree with he that. He went statement. through the shit. I agree with that. And, 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 you know, he got beat up. So many injuries. Achilles, ACLs, this, that. Like, you name it, he had it. Concussions. And he's still a part of the team. Collarbone. Like, you name it, he's had it. He's the longest tenure giant. Um, and even even now, you, he's still, like, he's still playing well. So it's like a professional. Through all the injuries. And he's such, like, a pivotal part of like our team's culture like even even last year after the injury he was the hype man yeah he was on the sideline the most hyped up guy like and i know he's on a minimum contract but like if we can like it's a, it's a tight tight receiving room but i think he'll make the roster but if he's able to show some production this year in real time in the regular season mm-hmm. utilize him as a slot receiver yeah. or maybe even as like a line him up at running back and send him out on safety valve routes we we've actually experimented with like People in the backfield, like Debo, like not Debo Samuel, obviously. Paris Campbell, uh, yeah, we saw him in the backfield a little bit. Sadly, I feel like they, you know, it's going to be hard for him to overtake Paris Campbell. Yeah, um, but I feel like you know what they need the more the, they need the depth. Yeah, especially we have a lot of depth. There's no, not like not like very great high end talent, but it's a lot of guys that, are, that can play. That can play. Yeah, exactly. They have different skill sets. Like if you need a, a, a ten yard first down, you've Wandale. You have. We have, obviously, a lot of these guys aren't going to be the roster. Like, like Jamison Crowder, Cole Beasley, those are, you know, your quick slot guys. Um, so, William Shepard's in, the, in that. Like, Isaiah Hodgins is your great route runner, great hands, possession guy. Like, Darren Waller's your jack-of-all-trades. Like, Jalen Hyatt's your, your – Jalen Hyatt, Darius Slayton, your burners. Paris Campbell, your you – know, Sure-handed guy. Sure-handed, Debo Samuels-esque type player where he, he can run the ball. He's strong for his size. He's fast. Good route runner. Yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of a jack-of-all-trades, too. You know, he never – Put it all together for the Colts, but he was injured. How could you with that? Co- like that—that's a very inconsistent organization. Yeah. And, and he played well last year. He like through all the the shit with the quarterbacks. He, he did play well last year. We got him on a one-year, three million dollar deal. It's a prove-it deal. Yeah, and so and um the first like pass of the game, like I knew it was going to Waller, and the second one went to Waller, and I think the third one went to Waller. Yeah, and that's then, when he dropped it. Yeah, when he dropped one. it, and then the fourth or the fourth throw was. To Paris Campbell and Carl Banks, the guy announcing Hall of Fame linebacker for us. I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame actually, but he said like the Giants are just showing off their, their new toys right now, and like we have to compared to what we had last year. Like it's a massive upgrade at every position. They definitely have weapons for Daniel Jones, the quarterback position, the, and which I they have the running him back. Real quick too, Daniel Jones. He he's looking like at least in that game. Obviously, it's preseason week week two and. But like you know, on, on Madden, the, that that X Factor Pro reads. Yeah. You see the open like that's how Dan was. Like he, he's making the pro reads. It it looks like he not only got physically better in every mentally, aspect, mentally but better. he studied the game probably more than he ever has mm-hmm. leading into this season because they're looking for a playoff push there in New York. And and 
there, uh, Dable, there's an interview with him uh, with, uh, I think Tiki Barber, I want to say. Maybe, no, it was Boomer Esiason, I think. Yeah, it definitely was Boomer. Um, and he says, like, he has to make Dan stop. Like, stop, like, you need to, like, tells him, like, you need to rest, you know? Like, this guy wants to just work. He wants to win. Work, yeah, he does. You know, he's he's been through this shit, too, and it's year two, and finally a, a system that's catered to his skill set and, and, you know, real NFL coaching. Let's be real here. Joe Judge was not a real NFL head coach. No. Um, Pat Sherman was half a head coach. He had good moments, but overall was shit. Um, but Dable knows what he's doing. He's very well respected around the league. Like, I, I, like I was talking to my friend Gabe. Shout out Gabe. And he's a Cowboys fan, but even him, like, we all fuck with Dable. Like, everyone fucks with Dable because they know. Like, That's Brian Dable. Right. Like, it, it's like Andy Reid. How could you hate on Andy Reid? You know? Facts. I'm not saying Brian Dable is Andy Reid. But, but he has he the chance like, to, yeah. to to solidify his legacy. He has that level. Like, no one hates Mike Tomlin. Like, Mike Tomlin's an unknown good coach, you know? Great coach. Like, great coach. Hall of Famer. Like, so I, I think Brian Dable's just in that tier. And, and you, you have a quarterback who... And honestly, it, it takes time for these quarterbacks to develop, you know? Like, I forgot who it was. I think it was Golden Tate. Yeah, it was Golden Tate on an interview. And he was saying, like... When he played with Dan, like he called him a kid then. Like now, now he looks at Dan. He's like, yeah, he's he's gotten a lot better since I played with him. Obviously, that was in the you know Pat Shermer era, and Dan was a rookie. He was a rookie, second year player. And obviously, he's he gotten a lot better since. Honestly, then, you know? bro, I look at Dan back then and I look at him now. He had no confidence. No, none. He had legitimately no confidence he had no in coaching, any system. He had no weapons around him. He had nothing. And it, he, he threw a dumpster fire. And. and it's a shame because no line, genuinely nothing. he did waste his rookie years when a lot of guys like Lamar Jackson, like Patrick Mahomes, are able to capitalize, yeah. are are able to succeed in those years to cement their legacy. But like you said, Everybody's quarterbacks, different. Every quarterbacks is different. get better over time. Yeah. Look at Jared Goff right now, bro, and I'm not trying to bring yeah. him into it, but he's still getting better still, in a new he's, system. He's better now than he was in the, in the Rams years. Yeah. He's a better quarterback now yeah. for sure. And he's, and he's still getting better. Yeah. Still at 28. He's still getting that better, learning the game, and trying to ascend his craft. I and think Daniel Jones is I right think, there. Yeah, I don't think he's. I, I don't think he's done. Like he's he still has a lot of room to grow. Who, Jared or Dan? No, oh, yeah, there's plenty oh, yeah. of room. I feel like he's just scratching the surface. One thing do, really. I did want to touch up on Daniel Jones real quick is his agility in the pocket looked yeah. a little more elusive in he this did, preseason yeah, like he, game. He looked faster. One of his like biggest things was like not being able to navigate the pocket. And we saw Gluinski get fucking destroyed on a stunt or whatever it was. Of course, he's always getting beat. But Dan, you know, he stepped up in the pocket, rolled out to the right, and ran. It's like, damn, like, i never really seen him step up like that, be that aware about that. He would have just, you know, rolled out to the right, maybe threw it. Like, Not trying to sound weird, but, bro, it looks like he definitely got his ass stronger, his mm-hmm. legs stronger, because it looks like he's bouncing. Lo- to me, it looks like he was bouncing off the turf. <laughs> like, he, he looked very fast. He did. Like, at least when it comes to, like, Daniel Jones, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he's a very fast guy, and he's a very athletic person, but... Genuinely, he just looked like way more in shape than, and he's always been in shape. Mm-hmm. But like, I think this is the best form we've seen for Daniel sure. Jones in. No question, for sure. In his career, and I can't wait to see Week One against the Cowboys Sunday night. Like that, that's that's gonna be like it's another massive Week One game. That's like the our, our biggest game. Okay, we had the playoff game last year. But... Nah, fuck that. This is the biggest game for me personally as an outside viewer of the Giants. Fuck the playoff game. Whatever you beat. This is the test. This is actually the test of this new organization. It is. It really is. Like we we won the playoff game last year. We got a lot better in the off season on paper. At Just least. shit on Dak for me, bro. Please. We got to. We we got to come out week one with a win. Is that? I think we're at home. Like we we got to come out with a win. You know, it's Sunday night. 
But I did want tone for the season. I did want to touch up on the Panthers' first team yes. defense being just absolutely horrific. They got gorse. Um, they actually have names on that defense. Obviously, Brian uh, Burns was not in, but C.J. Henderson and uh, he's, you know he's kind of Jeremy Chin. Shit at this point, but Jeremy Chin, J.C. Horn, uh, Dante Jackson—they were getting torched. They were getting shot on in the secondary. I don't know if J.C. was playing. He might have been. I, I'm not sure. I think he was. But I don't know if uh, Derek Brown was playing. But I know Shaq Thompson was definitely playing. Frankie Louvu was definitely. And playing. honestly, the one thing I didn't see at all was pressure. No. Like I didn't like there That's was a there was Mudge a would come in there was sure. a couple times where the you know there was a couple and beat. even then like Dan would roll out he would navigate you get out of guy and and there was no test to that no key nope. player to block that out no one matched up with Dan which honestly you need to start treating Daniel Jones like you would a mobile quarterback he and is have a quarterback. I mean he is yeah. but no one gives him that respect on, and they I've noticed to. that they have to but they need to and they, especially it's, now it's gonna be so hard like when Saquon's there and like with Waller like that's the thing Saquon and Waller are both like help each other, you know? Like, how, how can you keep a safety in the box with with Darren Waller there, but how can you not keep a safety in the box with Saquon back there? You know, it's, yeah. it's a mismatch. It is. It's a massive mismatch, and it's, they have the weapons to be able to finally, like you said, expand their playbook. And they showed that in their opening drive, man. It, it's it was, really like, Dable's playing chess. He really is, like... Especially with the weapons he has. Right, he finally like he's has, literally just playing chess. He finally has his knights. He finally has his, uh, his queen... You know, and his Daniel fucking, Jones, honestly. His, his rooks, his everything. And just make sure that, you know. Bishops. Everything is now falling into place for this organization, and you can see it coming through. Um, I don't think we're done. Like, no. Wait, no, wait till, like, we... Another offseason would be more deadly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, we, like we're going to have a lot of cash space next year, too, hopefully. I think we do. Maybe make that trade for that number one receiver, or that draft pick for that number one receiver. There's gonna know? be, dude. There's gonna be so much talent coming next year. I so mean, they're gonna, they're gonna have so many picks. My, my, my. Number one guy I'd want obviously is Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh that's, yeah, that's that's a dream. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. That's Unless going to the fucking up, like, Cardinals or something. Yeah, let's give up like a couple first round picks and some good players. And I don't think that's uh. <laughs> Speaking of the that. Cardinals, they look fucking terrible. Yes, I did want to talk about that. The Chiefs quarterbacks fucking torched them, all of them. Yeah. Obviously, I, I have it pulled up. Yeah, get those radio. stats up for the Cardinals because yeah, they look so fucking terrible. Mahomes man. played. He was 10 for 15 with 100 yards and a touchdown. So balled out. Yeah. Blaine Gabbert, 7 for 8, 120 yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> Blaine Gabbert, per pass rating. Wow. Let me go to, who is this? Shane Buchele, 10 for 10, 100 yards. What? Bad. Yeah, 10 for 10. What? And this guy, Chris Olado, I'm going to butcher this, Olado Kuhn. Four for five, 63 yards. Like, like they they got torched. Yo, they may no. I'm dead ass serious. The Arizona Cardinals may not win a game this year. Like, based on their roster and what they've shown that their depth is, I don't think they have any talent in the building. Um, so I can see Kyler Murray maybe not even coming back. What do back. they have? Name it. The, the ta- Besides Paris James Conner. I don't even call him talented. No, he's still good. But he's good, but he's not going to be good behind this O line. Paris Johnson, Marquise Brown. Is, is Zayvon Collins has he been good? I don't, I don't know. No, Isaiah Simmons has he been good? Not really. Definitely not. I remember when uh, Jared Goff shot on that man. Buda Baker's good. He's good, but so he, needs, what, he, needs good he needs to get out. He needs to get out of that team. Bro. Three good players. Yeah. What's that gonna do? Win two games, one game, a game? Not even, bro. They're not, I don't think they're winning a game. Colt McCoy. God, I, like I love Colt McCoy, bro. He's a great fucking guy. He's an American, but dear God, bro. He was a fellow announcer. Yeah, he, he started his you know broadcast you know booth career. Stormy has has joined the NFL uh, preseason week two review here. Um, probably looking for some food. Very food motivated. Uh, Black Lab. 
but she's uh, definitely an awesome part of the family. I think she's telling us to, to go ahead and wrap this up here. <laughs> but uh, anything else you wanted to touch up on in this card? Yeah, I did want to touch up a couple a couple things real quick. So one of them is Anthony Richardson. He hasn't played at all yet. Uh, is that concerning to you in the preseason? I thought he did. He has not played a single snap in the preseason yet. Is that, I, I, I Are you sure? Know. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw a little bit the big thing about it. And, it was like, out of any quarterback, he would be the one that needs it Wait, the most. Wait, check, check that, because I thought he did. Or I thought he threw an atrocious... He sidearmed a oh, pick. Oh, he did play. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, sailed yeah, a, yeah. he sailed a terrible so this week he didn't play. He didn't play in week two, huh? Oh, yeah. He, that's right, he did play week one. You're right. You're wow, right. no, that's... Well, he didn't play week two, which no. is concerning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's concerning, because he needs as many reps as he can and possibly get. He's already get. been announced a starter. So I like, would've, maybe that's why, but like... I would have played him two week, like the whole first half. Yeah. Because he needs it. He needs I think it. So. That's crazy. They're really not doing anything for his development there. And I hope that. I hope I he plays. Say that, but I, I don't know, he bro. Does that's, need the in-game reps. that's damning, bro. Because, yeah. like, Jim Mercer is going through issues with Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor right now. Yeah. And he's not playing week two of preseason. He needs reps. He's pretty inconsistent. He was in college. Yeah. He's going to be in the NFL. He needs to get ready for that. Yeah, I agree. He needs to be, be ready to be a professional athlete, be mature, because he cannot go out there and just suck and just give up type shit. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to touch up on is uh, Zach Wilson. He's been balling out. Oh, yeah. We're seeing the Rodgers effect. Okay, Storm, I hear you. Yeah, he's, he's definitely having the Rodgers effect. He's looking more professional for sure. Like, Very elusive in shape. Making good throws, educated, you know. That that double spin, like that spin out of the sack yeah. run was very nice. So, looking maybe, like old Zach Wilson from college. Maybe, maybe there's something there. I mean, obviously Rodgers is going to start this year, maybe next year, maybe the year after that. But The Jets have a guy that they can keep in the building yeah. for a long time. Why not? I don't think anyone, or trade. And Rodgers likes him. That's the thing. Rodgers does like him. High value trade as well, if they want to. I got two more things I'd like to talk about. For yeah. The same team. It's the Jags. One of them is quarterback Nathan Rourke. Awesome. I love him. He's the one that made that nasty throw That last disgusting week. play we talked about. And, and even this week, I had it pulled up. I'll pull it up again in a second. He played well this week. He, had, he was 10 for 12, 121 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. But, like, good completion percentage. That's good really yardage. good. Like, yeah. That's solid, you know? So maybe that's going to be a good backup for... Uh, for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, yeah. 100%. And the other guy is Tank Bigsby, the rookie out of Auburn. He's been playing well for them. And apparently, like, they come out and said that he's probably going to get some, some significant touches in the regular season. So, Which is pretty significant. Yeah. Um, for sure. What round was he drafted? That's what I'm looking at right now. I, I don't know. I think it was... Uh, it was pretty late. Um, day two. So, I mean, yeah, second or third round. I want to say third round. But, you know, he was good in college. So, I mean, maybe there's a good one-two punch there for the Jags. And honestly, that would be good to, you know, prolong running backs' careers yeah, to, do, sure. to do Absolutely. a system. Um, Stormy has really wanted some attention. <laughs> but uh, anyways, thank you so much, for everyone, for listening. Is there anything else you wanted to touch no, up I on? I think that's good. Make sure you all are definitely following all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and threads, at T-Time Reports. We're on there and posting a ton of content on all sports, especially the NFL. So if you want to get a little up to date, definitely check out our Instagram. And if you want to contact us with any constructive criticism or anything you want to hit us up with, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely uh, feel free. But uh, this is Trevor and Logan, and thank you for tuning in to the NFL Preseason Week 2 Recap and Review. Signing off here. Peace.